This episode was brought to you by Good Episode Productions. And if you want a refund, it's too late. We already have your credit card information. You see, I'd like to open this up uh-huh. with 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 one thing. I think I think we have too much negativity on this podcast. I think we need some mm. some posi- <laughs> some positive stuff. And I, yeah. I think this is this has given me hope. Jeremy Clarkson <laughs> posting that the British Army is now involved in vaccine distribution, and I think this pandemic. I, I think I think it's going to be over very soon. Don't worry, guys. The British Army is on it. Now our entirely like existent and very healthy army um, that hasn't been cut to the point where it's about three guys is helping out. So, Look, those three guys have done so many damn push-ups, Shala. They can do so many push-ups. They can vaccine uh, one in each hand, just running through a crowd, getting people with the vaccine because they're so physically fit. Um, so I'm very reassured by this. We're spending all of our governmental budget on modifying assault rifles to shoot out um, COVID nineteen jabs <laughs> rather than bullets. I think so, I think we should model what the SAS have have allegedly done in Afghanistan, and we should have secret nighttime raids where the SAS burst into people's houses at random and shoot them for a vaccine. I think that would be good. Is it possible to make the vaccine into a kind of gas which we can shoot into people's houses? Um. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, but no, no, no you know, do the old-fashioned way, like do where you just, where you just commit alleged war crimes, allegedly, um, uh-huh. uh, but, but with like but with a vaccine, so it's not actually a war crime. It's a war help. And, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's a yeah. What, what, a, is that, war gift. a war relief. <laughs> is that the opposite of a crime? Yeah, it's a gift. <laughs> Rather than stealing something, you're giving something to someone. Um, mm. Yeah, just uh-huh. like when they gave all those smallpox blankets out. That was actually exactly a it was a gift. If you think about it, yeah. every single bullet is a gift because you're giving them something. <laughs> the thing about war crimes is also that they're just as bad as stealing. They are the same as stealing. They're, um, they're kind stealing of the same. War crime. Property damage. Yeah. Now that's war crime. I mean, the same way Donald Trump and Jeremy. Corbin are like exactly the same because they all attract people who are inspired by them. (laughs) Ah, Jeremy Corbin, yeah, I've heard of him. German German Corbins. German Corbiner. Yeah, I think he actually. I think he actually instigated um, uh, the attempted coup yesterday on the on the Capitol building. I think Jeremy Corbin said something offhand one day, and that just led to this entire situation. So. Do you remember when Corbyn's assistant shared an article uh, written by Maxine Peake, and that led to that's the butterfly effect, baby. It was in the 2019 Labour Party uh, leadership portfolio. Um, Their policy plan number one was like be Hitler, and that's all it said. And there was just like a picture of Hitler in case you didn't know who he was. Um, Uh huh. Yeah, and um, that that's that was their policy. So it's a good thing that they were defeated by the the Tories, who are not like David. They are not like Trump. Um, no. They are different because they're no. good people. Exactly. Yeah. It's not about like actual policies. It, it's about if if people are attracted to them. Uh, if people <laughs> if they inspire something in people. Or if people are just like, oh, this is politics, I'm going to tune out. And those are the good kind of politics where people are like, no, I'd rather pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, about it's vibes. Like, politics, politics should be about voting for someone begrudgingly because they're not that bad. Yeah. And 
and it, you should like you should be very scared and worried if anyone is, in is ever is ever suggesting better things for the world. That would be terrible. Mm. I think a good response, like if hypothetically uh, this happened, that like fascists are like storming a government institution and yeah. the cops are just letting them in um and they just they just take it and they're all like very clearly like right-wing fascist people you know i think a good response to that is um to just do nothing and just say america is better than this oh no you can't do that you can you can you can use it to make hay against the the labor leader who hasn't been leader for over a year <laughs> well not nearly nearly a year you, you, you can, can you can it. finally you can fight it. back against that kind of fascism of free broad- broadband. <laughs> you can use it to say that um, actually the people who did this were all Antifa, and uh-huh. they're anarchists. They were anarchists. You know the the funny thing is like if they actually believe that it was Antifa, then they would um, you start using real force. <laughs> It's so yeah. funny how like the the main thing people are like making fun of Antifa is is that they're all like hooded up and you know wearing masks and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you see like people who are like clearly violating mask regulations and shit and just have like the flag of America painted on their face and mm-hmm. uh, on their chest, I think like a a good normal reaction is that this must be Antifa. <laughs> you know what's very funny yeah. is the idea of like not covering your face at like uh <laughs> like an insurrection because yeah. you're so you just want everyone to know that you're definitely not following mask rules. <laughs> so mm. you're just like having your face in all the pictures. Um committing federal crimes and wearing my work lanyard <laughs> yeah, while I do it. Yeah. It's very <laughs> funny if you like just just don't cover your face and just like make yourself identifiable if you like know that you're like white and you're not going to be prosecuted for this. True. Look, if, if you know if, there's going to be like was, 13 arrests while there were like... If there was if there was some kind of hypocrisy in the distribution of force by uh, law enforcement, I think we'd know about that. You know, we've got to trust our boys. Yeah, yeah, look, we did yeah. just watch the first two episodes of, of The Watch and uh, yeah. we did, I think like one of the messages we can take away from that is that cops are just they're just cool that good cool, right? cop is about finding a community and who can say whether that's bad or good you know <laughs> communities yeah. are always good that's what i know if um, you have a community also... i don't care what your hobby is if it's minecraft yeah. if it's modeling if it's bird watching if it's instigating fascist coups if the it's four being a policeman yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as I'm... long as you've got your people, then I support you. Yeah, as long as <laughs> as long as you don't uh, support Jeremy Corbyn, as, as, yeah, don't as, do that. Jeremy as, as Corbyn, do that, it's fine to be a community. <laughs> it's any community; it's just cool. Yeah, yeah. Communities Although are just not cool. not so much of a community that becomes communist. Mm, no. Yanosh, you, no. you say these these things about Jeremy Corbyn, but like, mm-hmm. have you considered if you replaced every time that some an anti capitalist, <laughs> if, if you replaced uh, anti capitalist with, with if you replaced the capitalist with yes. a Semite, then uh-huh. that would be that would be very anti Semitic. Yeah, yeah. If I have you considered if I replaced like every instance I say Jeremy Corbyn with Adolf Hitler, then that would be very bad. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
if you said actually <laughs> uh <laughs> i hate everyone who isn't part of my new ethno state then that would be really bad so that proves that jeremy corbyn is in fact evil um yes, you can imagine him saying it yeah i can imagine him saying that just like um men who are mean to me um <laughs> are podcasters Labour leaders are always telling me to read Mein Camp. Sorry. That was... <laughs> Sorry. Listen, we're having a lot of fun here and we're having a lot of feelings. This is like a struggle session. Um... Welcome to the uncool zone. Yeah, yeah. this is the, like, the normal zone. But, um, this you know, is it's, really it's the... good to be here. This is the, like, this is the, this was expected zone. <laughs> yeah, this was like, we all knew this was happening. This has literally been organized for weeks. What's wrong with all of you? Yeah. <laughs> I like how BBC keep taking photos of people wearing big shirts that say Q in the middle of them. And they're like, a normal protester upset at the election results. And it's like, I am pl- I am mm. begging you. I am begging you <laughs> to do even a modicum of research. <laughs> uh-huh. What do you think the Q stands for? It's really queer. Like- <laughs> <laughs> it's the queer group. LGBTQ <laughs> They're just really big fans of Queen, I think. Yeah. Oh, that's true. That could be. What if what if the Queen was Q? Well that would be pretty well, good. That's why he's the Q's, Q. Oh. The Queen's like one of the lizard people, obviously. I mean that's that was David uh-huh. Icke's first thing, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. We're all lizard God. people. Listen, we're all just lizard people trying trying to do our best. Not to not to like do a <laughs> podcast where we talk about politics because we know that there's no politics on uh, on the discourse. So this is no, totally rather does. pointless <laughs> to talk about it. There's but like none, you know, it's just very cool to be like a um, uh, report reporter on like NPR, for example, and be constantly like, what could have led to this? What inspires these people? How can you be like a person who? You saw that the that Joe Biden won the election, and like four years ago, when when Donald Trump won the election, and he he didn't win the popular vote, but he did win according to the electoral college, and like Democrats weren't happy about it, mm. and they accepted it, <laughs> and so it is very interesting that these people who, you know, I I I just think for me, an NPR journalist, this is very hard to understand. <laughs> what's go- what's well, going on? People who follow the guy who is a fascist, and. Who who has like harbored an environment where like he he always told the fascists that I see you I I appreciate you <laughs> keep 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 on keep on rocking in the free world you know for me as an NPR journalist it's very hard to understand what inspires these people and why they are different than us civil democrats. Well, you know how it, um, you know, I you know I, how it is, Yash. You always hear you always hear Donald Trump. One of one of the things he says over and over again is that we've got to find out what's going on. What's going on? Like, what is going on? It, it, you you hear that a lot from all sorts of like far right conspiracy theorists and mm. also the president of the United States uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and so many people in power. But you, you hear this about like what's going on, um, and they say it. But like, I think I've always thought I thought about this for a while, and I think. What what that is? It's this sort of rhetorical question that uh, oh no, my dad's handing me a beer. Thank you. It's minus two. <laughs> Thank you very much, Dad. Super cool. Thank you. Um, okay, I will I will start that again. <laughs> Leave that in. <laughs> okay. Um, it's <laughs> it's been What's very cold on? today. Yeah. 
um, yeah, what's going on? Uh, and I think when the right does that, that it's this sort of rhetorical uh, reference to the permanent mixture of like fear, rage, and confusion that the conspiratorial right feels about the state of the world in general and politics in particular. You know, because they often see shadowy forces, uh, cough, anti-Semitism, cough, um, mm. making their lives worse and ruining politics. But when when liberals are like, "What's going on?" That's <laughs> what's going on. They say that a lot too, but that's because they have an ideology that cannot possibly explain what's what is going on. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's kind of like <laughs> if um, Voldemort. Um, uh-huh. got told off by Dumbledore and then he uh-huh. said actually I think that you're telling me off for no reason um, and then he said when the spell wanding starts the abracadabra starts and then all of his little death eaters um, <laughs> something something uh, <laughs> blood magic uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, when when Voldemort said "Wizarding World first. Yeah, it it's if um, Voldemort turned to the camera and went, "As an adult human female, I disagree with the circumstances that are going on." Um, Jesus fucking Christ! Okay, should we get into? Yeah, I think this was like a good like fifteen minute um, cold open about the news. Yeah, right. listen, we're a current events politics podcast where we just tell you what's going on, but like in a sarcastic tone of voice. Yeah, um, current events yeah, and then we talk about the... so much right now. Like this, <laughs> this is around. To, to quote a friend of the show, uh, May Abdul Baki, there is so much news. <laughs> there is so much news. We live in interesting times and then he would write a book about it. Mm. Yeah, he'd be like, this mm. book is about how interesting the times are. God, I, um, I, wish, that's that, I wish this was what that book was about. <laughs> what, what's our predictions? Like, by the time this episode comes out, what are we predicting? In, in, in which ways is this going to be extremely outdated? Um, they will have done a second coup. <laughs> And uh-huh. this one, the electric they will have succeeded in taking Mike Pence hostage, and they will have like threatened him. But in the end, they just sort of gave up and let him go. And apart yeah. from that, everything will be identical. What if by the time this episode comes out, the leader of Antifa, who exists, yeah, uh, yeah, will, Mr. Will, Mr. Like, Mr. Antifa, that's Nancy Pelosi, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Nancy Ruth Pelosi, Bader leader Ginsburg's of Antifa. Ghost. <laughs> will go on. Didn't you like, see her clapping? That was pretty aggressive. By the time this episode comes out, Nancy Pedal is the leader of Antifa. Will go on air and say, um, "These, these were all my people. We just did it as a joke to pretend that they are not Antifa." <laughs> and you all fell for it, except those brave Kekistani warriors whom I salute. <laughs> uh, yes, who can remember Rocky Fifteen? The the, the the title screen of which is this is dedicated to the brave Mujahideen of Kekistan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, no one's thinking about the poor Kekistani um, <laughs> fighters who are on the ground right now. Okay, yeah. let's get into this. Oh, God. Um, no one's hello, talking about love. digital warriors. Okay. <laughs> fuck, fuck the right wing for a lot of other things, but for making us learn all this like inc- insanely stupid lingo like Kekistan. God damn, it's so... Stupid. 
<laughs> Find the right it's wing really, for... It's just really dumb. It's Find the right culture. wing for making me look at this, that image and say, oh, that's the Q shaman. Great, he's in the news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have to learn about these like people who deserve, like I don't know, treatment, really. <laughs> like, it really yeah. is like things I wish I didn't know. And I wish it wasn't yeah. like in the... like. I wish this was like one of those just like weird fringe things that I fell into a podcast hole and now I know all about conspiracies. I wish it wasn't a thing that makes like international news. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I you know, with like before before coronavirus was a thing, I remember like like nearly breaking down to my friends a few times as how to how worried I was about like the rise of fascism in this sort of conspiratorial sense and that it was going to yeah. do great like material harm not just to america but the world uh, because sadly the america is the world um but but like and and you know they're sort of like oh george has drunk too much again which was true <laughs> but, <laughs> it was true How but, you but, were you being when you but i was also right <laughs> yeah Listen, we gotta get on to talk about cocksha. Come on, let's talk about this. We can't um, okay. this off any longer. Another Discworld novel, which once again features one of the more familiar characters of the Discworld, Samuel Vines. Mm -hmm. Sam Vines. Uh, he most decidedly doesn't save the world. What he does do is give the world time to save itself, which is very much more of a, a Discworld way of doing things. Sam Vines is not gifted with a huge intellect. It's absolutely right for Sam Vines. Trolls and dwarves and vampires. Discworld way of doing things. Vines finds himself in the same circumstances. And I really trust you. I've trusted you up till now. Discworld way of doing things. Hello and welcome back to Who Watches the Watch 2021 edition season 2 baby we are watching the watch we're watching the uh, watch my eyes are open and I'm looking it. at it when i'm watching I'm, the watch i'm watching i do enjoy how much in this show they say stuff like i can't watch any longer <laughs> cuz that's just what we've been doing the whole time um <laughs> We should anyway, have done it I'm, more. I feel like this was a missed opportunity. I'm your host, Charlotte, and I'm going to direct a feature-length movie about how I think I'm going to die of a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm your host, Lucy, and I spit on all the virtue signalers who tweet about supporting the Sunshine Sanctuary for Sick Dragons and also the <laughs> Marxist Goblin Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your host, Janos, and I have given up on being a homophobe after I saw Chiri and Angwa in this show. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, I'm your host, George. And no, I will not listen to your podcast ever. I don't know. I don't care who you are, but I won't listen to it. Okay. Um, nice. Yeah, well, we know that you won't listen to any other podcast, including your own. Um, but that's okay. No. I respect you. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's I can't help but, I respect. I can't help but be the coolest of, of, of all of us. I'm sorry. That's so true. 
That is so true. Um, I, I think like thinking the that thing that you. makes makes a podcaster cooler than others, like that, that that just really shows their commitment if they don't have the regular microphone with them, because that's like that's rock and roll <laughs> to to just sound like shit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's almost like I had to quickly leave where I was living and move somewhere else because of great emotional distress, Janos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, you're just showing how much you don't care, and I think that's so cool. <laughs> no, it's totally fine. I wasn't actually calling you out. I was just trying to do a funny bit for our listeners to enjoy. Ah. <laughs> okay, and now, and now, if you take me out saying saying this, you can you can leave it in as like a bit of tension um, <laughs> to build the parasocial relationship. <laughs> just coffee yeah. and like ten minutes of silence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really want like people to uh, to cancel me for uh, being mean to George on air. <laughs> I think that's like a, uh, <laughs> a good new heat we can get. Like. Uh, I, yeah we should get them invested in like the drama you know there needs to be think of it as a soap opera but as a podcast maybe i will listen to someone's podcast now i probably won't but you know (laughs) (laughs) you can think about it yeah i think it's funnier if you just never listen to another podcast and you're like i barely know what a podcast is i just appear on these and say things like the radio right (laughs) yeah yeah. Yeah. it is like the radio it's a pirate radio radio, station you can put it in your pocket (laughs) <laughs> I did have a friend who was like, before we did this podcast, like before I did any real podcast, I, I did like my podcast that you can't find anywhere and I, will, I won't tell you what it's called. <laughs> I know like, what it's called. Like literally, it was even before that. Oh, okay. On a different one. Anyway, th- there we had a friend who was like, I have never listened to a podcast episode, but like, th- and I want to keep, uh, keep a ratio of having appeared on more podcast episodes than I have listened to. Uh, so like after that he was like oh no now I listened to the episode I was on now my ratio is going down again mm-hmm. <laughs> very powerful energy off that yeah <laughs> later we had him guest on Age of Pot so uh, he like put that ratio up to like two <laughs> again <laughs> the watch okay did we watch yeah, something? So, I don't know. Who watched Christ. Who watched what? So this week, we watch something? this week we watched the watch and you know what? Who? interesting stuff pretty interesting mm-hmm. it's definitely would... a show that aired on television is, is the thing i'm going to say about the watch um which already actually... is like up until like at, at least for the first like three or four months of this show's this podcast's runtime i was not sure if the watch is ever actually gonna happen mm. yeah yeah we <laughs> thought it was seen two episodes of it <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. like out there. It's real. We're watching it and we're talking about it now. How's that for a something? Mm. <laughs> can I, can I just say how fucking reassuring it is to see that the watch is now involved in a, uh, is now out? Says Jeremy Clarkson yeah. on, on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I didn't believe in broadcast television anymore, but now I do. Um, yeah. it is the future, and I was Ooh, right. Golden age to to believe in it. Mm. Um. I'm just scrolling yeah. the the subreddit and like one of the top things is uh, I just went to the, the Watch TV series tag. Uh, one of the top things is guys, I figured it out. It makes so much sense now. And then there's a poster of the watch and someone wrote on it as imagined and produced by CMOT Dibbler. So that's a great own. Oh, I see. Because um, mm. because he wants the money. 
Yeah, because because it's um it's just all about money. Um, um, although you know, CMOT CMOT Debler was quite a successful movie producer for a while. That's true. <laughs> and you know what he was good at was creating a spectacle. What, what's um, yeah, things that people love to see? Mm-hmm. So, um, how do we even go about this? Because we okay, watched two so this episodes. week. Okay, sorry, I did. Yeah, I do week... need to read one more Reddit post because uh, okay, this ahead. is called Simon Allen's new series fact. exclamation mark. This is someone like living out their creative. Uh, their creative genes mm-hmm. uh-huh. called Simon Allen's new series after the brilliance of the watch Simon Allen was asked to put together a new show inspired by the Harry Potter books here are the early what? details and character descriptions oh is this like a bit yeah this is like a made up thing like an imagine oh, okay. this is I an imagine just okay. for uh, for Discworld fans plot the show whose working title is fantasy football Focuses on the relationships between three teens coming of age at a boarding school famous for its string of football championships. The ultra-modern feel on the campus belies its ancient history and its hidden secret. And then we have like some character portraits, like character descriptions of the characters in the show. Harry Potter, this occasionally violent incel, pines for the love of the stunning but ditzy star cheerleader Hermione Granger. Sadly, she keeps friend-zoning him in favor of the team captain. Okay. What, what's go- what's going on? I like I missed all of that until you talked about American football and the occasionally violent. It's, someone on Reddit wrote, wrote up a post about what it would be like if Simon Allen, the uh, showrunner of the Watch, were to adapt <sighs> Harry Potter, and I think they want to show how Simon Allen just takes so many liberties and doesn't understand the. You know, oh, I thought this was something that was but... actually happening, and I was I was shocked. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, because this is so much better than actual Harry Potter. It would be so yeah, good. exactly. <laughs> There's a big. Uh, like, imagine if Simon Allen adapted Harry Potter and made it like interesting and good. <laughs> like here's, here's here's how they they describe they called uh, or what they think how they think Simon Allen would fuck up Dumbledore, but I think it kind of rules. It says Dumbledore, the floating head slash artificial intelligence system running the school. Dumbledore's hair is confidant and only real body. Like, this is a cool idea. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a great Dumbledore, own. Hagrid. Although played by a short guy, Hagrid will still be a half giant. He gets eaten by a bear early in the second episode. Um, sounds good. Fine. <laughs> what, if he, what if he was a short half giant? I do hate Hagrid, so, like... Yeah, like, who gives a shit? You know, I, I wish he'd have been killed off in book one. I wish they'd all died in a meteor attack in book one, and the rest of the series was like about just like a normal guy. And oh my there's, God. Some, there's like oblique references to like a school that exploded, but like that's the only reference to magic in the whole rest of the books. Didn't didn't um, you guys know that canonically Hagrid dies in an like autoerotic <laughs> asphyxiation accident in, uh-huh. the, in like yeah, twenty years the after the Rowling. series ends? Yeah, she confirmed mm-hmm. that. Um, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, listen. Anyway. So this week we watched uh-huh, uh, a near Vimes experience and Ook, the first two episodes of the series of the Watch 2021 by Simon Allen and some other people. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm already like very infuriated <laughs> by the series, by the way, because it says based on characters created by Terry Pratchett and not no. adapted from the books. 
by Terry Pratchett. But if we did say adapted from the books, Sir I would Terry also Pratchett. be engaged because it's so far away from the books. Yeah, yeah, we But know, it doesn't know, say that, so now I'm enraged that, that it's only saying based on the characters and inspired by. And But mm. also, how dare they put Terry's name on it, because it's not at all like Terry. But also, if they didn't put Terry's name on it, I would be like very enraged about that. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. Yash, I would this say that you were being like contradictorily enraged, but... Uh-huh. But that would be that would be disrespectful to Sir Terry Pratchett. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's rolling in his grave. Mm. Um, he hates this. I've been trying mm. to stay off Facebook because I have joined so many Discworld groups on there that it is painful to go on now because it's just photos <laughs> of turtles and people being like, "Look, Ashwin," and then also somebody making a big post about how um, this series is literally like shitting on Terry's grave. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So, let's talk about the show. Yeah. Um, There's been a lot of drama around it, and I obviously it's very funny to talk about the drama. But like sometimes I, you know, we we should talk about the the thing, the thing itself, the the thing in the whole of the thing. Yeah. Has there been some drama? (laughs) No. (laughs) Don't worry about it, George. Right now. George, you're safe from it. You're. No, it's just our writing exercises where we like make up guys. Uh, yeah. who would get mad at this show but obviously everyone loved it so mm, yeah it's got 10 out of 10 on IMDb or you know they didn't like it and they just like didn't watch it as a normal person would mm-hmm. I totally yeah, didn't so... watch all seasons of Game of Thrones uh, because I hated it <laughs> <laughs> yeah that would be cringe I wouldn't do that um, actually I didn't do that so yeah um, <laughs> I just stopped but um, so yeah so episode 1 was called A Near Vimes Experience and we open up with Vimes talking to death and yeah it sort of goes from there and it does not stop for a very long time <laughs> <laughs> I do want to just say regarding the title of this episode very mm-hmm. weak pun I get it but a near Vimes experience is like it's pretty bad it's not good well it's a reference uh, to when um yeah. when uh death meets Rincewind in like the light fantastic and he says he had a near Rincewind experience um yeah, so it's, it's a book reference, like so many it things. It is, yeah. Mm, but that makes me mad, because how dare they do this to Terry, who would hate it? Look, imagine changing one proper noun for another. That would be that would be fucking heresy. You should be shot. Or, and <laughs> dissolved in acid. Go all Uday Hussein on, on, on like anyone who made this TV program. Mm-hmm. But anyway, but the, the thing, the TV show. Yes. Um... So, yeah, so um, yeah, it's it's very fast paced. Is the first thing to the point where the editing is kind of insane. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's very weird. It kind of goes. It's like normal editing for a bit, and then suddenly they'll do like a series of like jump cut, montagey kind of cuts, mm-hmm. um, and it's a bit jarring. But I kind of liked it. I think it's I not it. even. It's not even just the editing. The script also it's does at one point. At one point, yeah, yeah. Carrot, Carrot explains why he's called Carrot, and it, it lasts, it lasts, I think, less than five seconds when he says it. He's like, <laughs> it's not because of my hair, it's because I'm shaped like a carrot, and then he gets cut off halfway through saying Carrot. Um, <laughs> and I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> they have 45 minutes. They need to use all of it. Yeah, and in the first episode, they really do. Like, the whole episode is just, like, it just stuff happens um, a lot. But I like, you know, I had a good time when I was watching these episodes. I thought they were enjoyable to watch. 
even I when would agree. it's kind yeah. of like being drunk and watching something. Yeah. Hey, you know I what? Was I would also agree. And, and they both, we all really enjoyed it, even if it's yeah, not we liked like it. Perfect, but I had a really good time. <laughs> crack. It, yes, that's what you yeah. can say. Good crack. Good crack. Good crack. You know, I thought that obviously this isn't as good as um, the Color of Magic Sky version. No. But <laughs> it has its charms. I really, yeah, so I guess, I don't know if we want to go through like the story in order or we just want to talk about it in a more general sense. I mean, I'd it's say basically like, guards, guards, kind of. I, but, yeah. And also I, Nightwatch but, and also, you know, some yeah. parts of some other books. Yeah, it's 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 if you took uh, the Watch, not trilogy, but however many books there are in the Watch series, and put them in a blender with some pages from other Terry Pratchett books, and then blended them up to make a nice smoothie. Mm. Mm-hmm. But it's not like Terry it, at all. <laughs> no, it's no, very different. Um, yeah. So I really so good things. I like the um the set. A lot. I like the aesthetic, so I really like the um, like the mm. the set design and the clothing, the way it's sort of like incongruous, but also sort of makes sense. And it yeah, it's just got like a really interesting vibe that I really like. It looks really yeah. good. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. It looks very very good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I really like um all of Cherry's costumes. <laughs> yeah. I like um I like Lady Sybil's yeah like coats they're really good mm. <laughs> yeah yeah I, I remember coats. I remember complaining about when we when when we uh, saw the first cast photo and we were like initially uh, we just sort of knee jerk uh, yeah re- we negative cast. reaction and we saw that we yeah. saw photos and I remember seeing the photos of the goblins and going uh mm-hmm. uh looks like Star Wars and now I'm like it looks much it better look than Star Wars yeah. <laughs> I don't think the cast photos were doing the show a disservice. Like, yeah, they, are they really weren't. Bad. They weren't good. No, no, they weren't. Um, but like, it, the the show honestly looks good. It, it's it's yeah. an interesting. It's colorful, uh, vibrant, and and uh, everyone's dirty all the time. But yeah. not in, not in the way that we worried about. <laughs> <laughs> not yeah, enough I, like the way we were worried about. Um, <laughs> I don't think they like right. kind of captured the spirit of Ankh-Morpork pretty well. Like, despite mm-hmm. everything, the like there was a Reddit post that was like, in, in summed up in one picture everything that's wrong about the watch. <laughs> My impression of Reddit guy, and it was like a photo of of like a Klax payphone thing. And I yeah. guess what they were trying to say is, oh, they just like cast away the entire thing of. But like, who gives a shit? Like, it is still like an Easter egg for the fans uh, to appreciate, and it just shows that you know this Ankh pork It's at a different level of technology. It's uh, less high fantasy and more grimy, but we still have like some of that funny fantasy stuff with like the imps. <laughs> yeah, so. the CCTV is small guys sitting in a box, yeah. <laughs> little green dudes. Which is such a good Did joke. You? I think it's like such a good like subversion of. Or not subversion, but like building on something that Terry built. Because I think the imps in the book, very good running gag. Uh, that mm-hmm. all mm. technology is done by like little imp slaves, basically. Um, and I I really <laughs> like how the way the show like said, oh, we're making this, we're making this like, you know, a more technologically advanced, more of a, you know, steampunkish, mm. cyberpunkish uh, city. 
but still like keeping the joke of the of the imp and like expanding on it and making them the cctv it's that's like very creative and that's like yeah totally something terry would have done so i don't see the yeah. complaints on that i mean they do do that like they have a bit in the um in the books where they've got like a um speed camera which is where yeah. it's got an imp in it and it like does a picture of the cart and then another one does the picture of the cart and then they like time how how long it takes for the cart to get between the two pitches and that's just like pretty much the same joke this <laughs> <laughs> is literally how speed cameras work um yeah yeah there if yeah. if anyone complains that this is not terry like it they're wrong this is it's very <laughs> terry humor <laughs> they're wrong and it also makes me question what they yeah, even like about these books <laughs> like i feel like that throws a very bad light on you if if your main complaint about the show is that it's not like Terry at all. Listen, I've said before that Americans don't understand Terry Pratchett. <laughs> we, we don't know if they were... I'm not saying like, that now. I don't, I don't think they're possible. all Americans. A, a ton no, of... I know. I'm just, I'm just having, a, having a play. Um, I do want yeah, to so attack British people here too. Us? Yeah. Well, we've never done anything that, wrong. That's why, I keep, <laughs> that's why I keep mentioning the camera beer festivals for some reason even though this is a joke that will land with like precisely one person (laughs) (laughs) and i'm not Um, proud of it i'm that person (laughs) yeah it's well obviously it's i think some people read the books to be i don't know i think it's like a modern phenomenon of like fan purism mm -hmm. that I mean, it probably did exist before obviously but like Mm. people people really feed off each other (laughs) Yeah. Which can make it yes. more. Um, well, it's, it's post endlessly about it. Yeah, yeah. It is. It you get this. Uh, this sort of you form self radicalizing community. That it, I, I, I know. I don't take this lightly, but I, it's the same. It's the same thing that you get on place on like uh, Chan boards of um, mm. of mm. people. They yeah. will. They will. Even if people don't mean things seriously in the in the, in the first place, it's meant to be ironic. Uh, or more lighthearted, you you can form communities which which sort of spiral into into really negative, very hateful and very destructive uh, way, like ways of thinking. Mm-hmm. And, and then the next and, thing you know, you've got an actual disease called having a Twitter account, and and one uh, of the yeah, I wouldn't have that. sending hate to transgender members of the Watch yeah. cast. Mm-hmm. Look, yeah. that's. That's obviously like the worst kind of reaction you can have. Yeah, we talked about that. I, I do want to like mention isolated. the the one thing that I've seen pop up a lot is like, where is the wit and humor of Sir Terry? Sir Terence Pratchett. Where is his Woodhouseian wit? Um, and it's like the, the, it's the like wit of Terry Pratchett with jokes like, "Ah, curry and favor." Like, <laughs> where is the women so with large breasts? <laughs> His jokes are where great. Is the carry on humor? They're also very dumb. <laughs> they're incredibly dumb. There are dumb. some funny ones. It's such a delusional, like, look at because yeah, he can be witty at points, but it also like leans into this this whole thing of like, oh, Terry is just this jolly, this this like jolly fella, you know, mm-hmm. who is just like japing and jesting. And it's like. That's some of it, but he's also like sometimes he's you know there's like that enemy of the show Neil Gaiman wrote that famous <laughs> essay about how Terry is more angry than than Jolly most of the time, yeah. 
and there's like mm-hmm. you know if you complain like about lack of wit you kind of like don't understand that i feel like and also like as george said at other times it's just it's just like incredibly dumb and that's also in the show yeah Ooh. we would never make dumb jokes on this podcast no. um <laughs> No, dumb jokes are fun. I like the dumb jokes. All our jokes are the height of wit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But there's like, you know, just parroting Terry jokes wouldn't be funny. And we've talked about that before when we talked about adaptions. And we talked about the other adaptions. You can't just say book dialogue and it automatically just be like a great joke with great timing in like a film version. Mm. So there's jokes in this, which I thought were very funny. That were like not really Terry jokes. Like there's this joke about... um, Cherry being followed by three goths who keep trying to get her to join their band. <laughs> which is, Incredible. It's just so it's so weird, but it's so funny. And then they that's just appear just, and she's that's like, not, that's no. pure Mighty Boosh. That's I know I said that was Mighty Boosh humor. It's very yeah, Mighty Boosh. That is how I am <laughs> reacting to Cherry, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want Cherry she's... to join my band. But um... oh but I think I've said this before, but you know the people expect like expecting them to just port over all of the jokes from the, the from the from the books mm. into the show it's like you know you in one hand you've got a mallet and then you've got uh this square peg that has um mm-hmm. uh jokes based largely on footnotes and narration uh, mm-hmm. written <laughs> yeah. written all over it and yeah. then you're looking down at this big round hole <laughs> in a board mm-hmm. labeled uh <laughs> television adaption and you're like hell yeah i'm just gonna bash this in <laughs> yeah and it and and that well that would be great um what they've done here by like you know sanding the edges is also kind of an enjoyable experience yeah. you know sometimes you want a frictionless um insertion um, there was so, another thing not to not to like keep talking only about the reaction but like related yeah. to this there was like a, i remember some specific comments were like about how but all the jokes are already written. Just put them in. Why are you Why are you making up your own jokes? Like, just oh, you mean like um, fucking Stephen Briggs said? Yeah, <laughs> basically I'm the just... same energy. And I, I'm really wondering what these people want. Like, is the height of enjoyment only to hear jokes you've already read and reread? I know, like, and it's that... like also, yes. how do you intend to interpret a joke that is written in narration in the third voice? In a footnote, like, we, like I'm going to do good <laughs> omens, and I'm gonna have a narrator. Narrator voice. Cutaway. Yeah, I'm gonna do a narrating bit so that we can talk about the card trick bits that's in the narration of good omens when they're switching the babies, even though it's entirely unnecessary and makes the scene like fifty hundred percent more irritating. Um, like, I'm dear sorry. listeners, if you're like one of those people who maybe found this podcast after the watch went up and you hated the watch and you want to find a podcast that talks about the watch and also echoes the things that you hate about the watch um you're one of those people look you can still come come around to our side uh once you become a brain genius who understands how adaptation works (laughs) (laughs) Um, when your eyes start glowing red yeah Uh the the one one like the thing i can offer you is to just like look deep inside your heart and try to remember the last time you enjoyed an adaptation that quoted actual book dialogue from anything, any any adaptation. And and was it a Shakespeare adaptation? Because that doesn't count. 
Ernest Klein, like Ready Player One. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that deviated too far from the book, actually. Um, <laughs> yeah, listen, just, you know, give it a watch. Have a good time. I've seen loads of reactions where people have been like, actually, I watched this and thought it was fun. Yeah, um, I think yeah. it's just hard not to smile at some of it. Like, and I know, like, if we're just talking about stuff we like, everything with the goblins is so fucking good. The goblins are so good. I love. <laughs> I have questions about the goblins. I'm I'm wondering There's if this possibly is be some a tone problems. But... <laughs> <laughs> what them saying like talking about having a genuine Marxist revolution and how they're all have like proper friendships and relationships with each other and then mindlessly getting shot by Carrot's crossbow gun. Yeah, and what yeah. Then, this is <laughs> and that was my goes, wife and then they run pain. away. And I'm like, oh god. <laughs> Isn't it cool when like Lady Sibyl, the rich character, is like <laughs> Killing the Marxist goblins with an axe from behind. That's very <laughs> sick. But listen, I'm not convinced. You see, because there's a very weird bit where Cheery goes, it will go- it's not like goblins can feel pain. Yeah. And like, I remember the goblin plotline from the book being about how goblins are all like, you know, controlled by the masters. Mm. So maybe this is going to continue. And in the end, the goblins like save the day you know we don't know yet but like yeah, the goblin be, stuff is very it would funny. be so good if the goblin marxist uprising saved the day at the end of this <laughs> that would in my I opinion would, make this yeah. a perfect tv show i would be very i would be very surprised if there wasn't and very disappointed if there wasn't goblins rising up in in the name of freedom but yeah by the end of this I think there will be. I, I just, think the fact yeah. that they kept it into the second episode makes me think that it's going to be an ongoing thing. It just really made me smile, like them. You yeah. know, the second episode when they're like, Cass is passed out on the ground and they're looking at him. They're like, this is the perfect time. We can seize the means of production. Um, oh my God, you read the pamphlet I gave you. <laughs> and they're both like, we demand a, a 37 hour work week and wages. And, and like, it's just really good I like it when he goes we should form a union and he's like I'm already married (laughs) (laughs) that that was the most Terry joke in there that that was so Terry yeah should we we try to I know like I was one of the main people who distracted us from actually talking about the show but (laughs) yes should we try to like actually talk about like the like main cast (laughs) No, yeah. how we like yeah. them, like you know, yeah, yeah. Or, or, like I mean, you know, the main plot. There, yeah, so like the main plot is it's a it's the watch, as you know. Um, it's similar setup to the watch at the beginning of Guards Guards, in that they're not particularly functional. Vimes is an alcoholic, except it's got some of the characters who come in later, and they're already established. And Carrot is the new guy in this, mm. um, <clears throat> and he's been he's been sort of transferred rather than just joining the watch from like some sort of um mountain dwarf police force it seems into the watch ingwa's there cheery's there um that everyone in the cast is very attractive vimes is very wild in this especially love to see his face detritus makes me rock hard (laughs) oh hell yeah detritus 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 does look like the spongebob's porn parody i'm I'm not gonna lie if he was painted gray (laughs) <laughs> okay <laughs> but I like Detritus it's good he looks good it looks good Detritus, like in a good way Detritus is pretty good he does he does beef it at the beginning of the second episode yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he gets wrecked it's horrible R.I.P. to yeah. a real one I didn't think that arrows would be able to get through stone but mm-hmm. 
I mean, that's, that yeah. is like one of the outrage points again on Reddit is how they can't believe they just killed off the Tritons. They have no respect. They they would as well have oh killed God. off Terry if he were still alive. He came oh back alive. They would him with <laughs> what if oh, yes. Casa shot Terry in the scene rather than the Tritons? <laughs> would that be fucked up? Don't you remember the bit in Nightwatch where Casa's like, I'm going to fucking murder Terry Pratchett. <laughs> <laughs> and he, and he, he goes he goes all the way to Wiltshire in like the mid the mid noughties and kills Terry Pratchett. <laughs> very weird of Terry to write that in a book, you know. It was very it was a bit um, it was a bit incongruous, but you know, I think it worked. It was just like the film All That Jazz. Um mm-hmm. anyway yeah, so the whole sort of plot line is about um Casa, who in this had like a criminal orphan gang. Which Vimes was part of, and when Vimes joins the Watch in a flashback as a young person, he like chases Carter, and he's like maybe gonna kill him or maybe not gonna kill him, and he's hanging off the edge of the Tower of Art, and then he falls, and then he thinks that he's dead, and everyone else thinks that he's dead, but now he's returned and he's summoning dragons, etc. Um, and that's basically what the plotline is like. Well, how is he here? How do we stop him? You know, the other characters are around. There's a bunch of like additional points and a lot of character changes that i think are like pretty good for this sort of show mm. carrot is a is very um cop he's very cop yeah he's very cop he's the most cop character in this carrot's a professional he's... he's not a naive child anymore he's naive and no, like, he doesn't cop. understand what's going on in in angmorpork but that's not really naivety mm. that's that's uh, just not knowing where you are yeah, because yeah. he's like technically the most cop in the book as well. I think it's mm. visually seeing it with the like um, NYPD type lanyards they've got on, sort of, mm. and the like stab vest kind of thing makes it more mm. more cop. The, the world's worst chainmail shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, what I'm it, not a if, what, what, fan of of this carrot. To be honest, like out of the things that I don't like. Like, there's more things I like about this show than things that I dislike and the things that I dislike are, like, fine. They're, like, yeah. you know, there's things you dislike in any TV show. But I do feel like, I don't know, <laughs> don't really enjoy Carrot in this one. The actor is, like, okay. He serves a plot purpose he serves at a this plot point, purpose. I think. Mm. Which is that he's meant to be, like, we're gonna solve this crime um, and I'm gonna do it with, like, investigative methods that are like actual yeah. police work he's the one who wants to um, yeah who wants to like actually do yeah. shit or like actually investigate yeah but he's, he's quite mm. a cold character like he's he's mostly like there we get some hints of sad backstory where he finds out that he wasn't asked specifically for by vimes but he was sent there by his parents because he's a tall freak. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Things which I think he never... He never yeah. explicitly finds out in the books, does he? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think he maybe realises later, but he doesn't, mm. like, find the letter or anything. Yeah, but I do, um, like, kind of miss... I don't know if this if it would have worked in this context, but I do, like, kind of miss the, like, charming naivety of, um, of Carrot. Yeah. Like, that's, yes. that's what made him He's a cool a bit... character in the book. Like, even if he was copy, he was, like... He was copy because he, you know, he read the book of the laws and he was like, okay, so I guess this is the right thing to do. And he was also incredibly charismatic. Like, 
and I think like his yeah. cockiness got got balanced out pretty well by him like being a naive guy coming from you know from from the dwarf village uh, like from 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 the rural area into the big city and not really understanding how the city is different from from like the hills yeah 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 and like to the extent that he's so naive that he he wants to try and arrest lord veterinary for yeah. having um having like a tire problem like a like a carriage wheel problem yeah. or something <laughs> and vines to be like do not do that you will die yeah he does write some good jokes <laughs> The carrot in this is sort of more ready to commit violence. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, and, and obviously carrot in the book does do that. We see like there's like the tavern bar, the tavern bar, the t- tavern fight scenes where he absolutely the tavern bar. everybody. The tavern bar. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's sort of a self def. I don't know. I th- it's. I think one of the things in this that bugs me in a sort of more subliminal way maybe is just that the crossbows that they use are basically just guns they're just handguns yeah <laughs> like, they are yeah. guns they hold them like they're guns they function the same as guns and i'm not saying a crossbow is that dissimilar to a gun but in this mm. kind of environment uh it's guns they're, they're quite guns. they're quite dissimilar in terms of how you can implement them as weapons like you can't use them like a gun, not like a semi-automatic pistol. But no. um, that's not really narratively important, I suppose. It it does seem to be very intentionally a blend between, like, uh, sort of... They're, they're taking a lot of aesthetics and cliches, yeah. or, or na- you know, na- like narrative and visual language from cop shows, mm. which... Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> mm. it's like not the worst it could have been. Uh, it's no. also like not great. <laughs> like it is better than your average cop show. Mm. Yeah, uh, but it's it still pretty much reads like you know the thing we joked about in the beginning because it was a joke. We don't actually think that any community is good, uh, even if it's like a cop community. <laughs> <laughs> even if uh. the cop is family. Um. <laughs> I'm just seeing. I'm seeing a vision of uh, the watch's carrot letting letting the anti anti Clatchian protesters into the Patricians' palace. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, I think it's like this version of Angmore Pork is very aesthetically like I think grimmer than how Angmore Pork is in the books. Like Angmore Pork's meant to be pretty grim, but it's more comedy grim <laughs> in the books. Whereas this is still comedy grim, but like tonally slightly in a different way, mm. I think. Like we 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 meet cut me and <laughs> we meet cut me and throat dibbler, I guess, um, who is like a st- is a slab dealer. Okay, um, that's another question I have in a minute. We'll get on to that though. Yeah, I've got some um, things to say about slab. <laughs> I mean, we all remember slab from the books. I do not um, remember slab from the books. That's my question. No, it's it's a later thing. It's a it's a troll troll drug, isn't it? It's a troll drug. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what does it do? It's like I'm... troll coke. <laughs> it makes trolls go funny. Oh. Yeah. Like like drugs. It's, like worse, do to it's people. more like I think it's like a hero. Uh, it's more like an opiate than a than a stimulant. I think. Yeah, um, but it, it basically blows your brain a bit. Um, 
But I, I do like when she's like, my bitches will get you. Come here, bitches. Dibla <laughs> <laughs> is... I like her a lot in this uh, in mm-hmm. this show. Not quite sure it's the same character, but it's fine. It's not this not the same character, but she's good. Yeah, I don't care. I don't really yeah, care cool. that it's not really the same character. It's like whatever. No, no, we know. You know, I uh, I enjoy Riverdale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we love Riverdale. I I was uh, you know I was yeah. hoping that they would make this as wild as possible, and and they pretty this much this show did, is so, so wild. I, I enjoy that. Like, I don't think, if you haven't watched, seen the episodes yet, which um, you might have to commit a crime for to do, or join our Discord, mm. <laughs> uh, because we do live streams. If you haven't seen these episodes and you're just trying to dip in this uh, podcast to, like, hear what they're like, we, there's, it's really hard to convey how wild this show is, like, <laughs> so much happens so fast, um... By the time episode two ends, I was like, where the fuck is the plot going from here? <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah. I, I cannot tell. <laughs> I have no idea. We've, we've killed off a character. We've seeded a revolution. Uh, the two bad guys know each other. One of them is not aging and we don't know why. Uh, everybody's backstories have been hinted at. One of the bad guys has already been like caught towards the end. Or yeah. like, we know who it and is. And Cass is... Cass has definitely like been dropped out of time and then came back like I don't yeah, know, yeah. From, like like a year or so ago maybe at, where from when yeah. the showtime come, starts like that that's that's what's going on yeah yeah, yeah. I mean I thought because I thought it was just like lifted from Nightwatch but rather than being sent times being sent back in time he was sent forward in time yeah um, by falling off the the Tower of Art, but now he's got like a freaky deaky tattoo, and I don't know if it's like the history monks or something. I think, um, it's and he's like, I'm the, part. There's I an thought order. It was maybe the auditors. Oh. Okay, that's possible mm. as well. I didn't think yeah. of that, but you it'd might be, be interesting right. to involve them in this kind of stuff because yeah. the, the auditors are usually involved in like death or history yeah, monks storylines. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, whichever dose it is, it will make Discord fans mad. So I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> I know. So I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> like either um, of these much. would make them very mad. I do think Vigilante Sybil is very weird. <laughs> She's weird. Yeah, she's enjoyable. I mean, like I will say, I like her character. I just think the original first scene where she's got a weird classroom where she's that she's, scene is so wild. She, 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 like, Daddy teaching Sybil. I love her. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> she, she's like, I am going to teach you that crime is evil. Doesn't I see Sybil burn, and I'm like, okay, I, mommy. <laughs> I think she. I think she burns people to death if they don't renounce crime. Yeah. <laughs> I think I know, so, yeah. It's so wild. God, okay, let's talk <laughs> let's talk a bit about like Sybil cuz Strange. Yeah, right. Like the first scene is the, the the one that we just mentioned that where we like all lost our minds in our live chat in not <laughs> not even in terms of like the, the actual contents of the scene but also like how we got there cuz it happened so fast. <laughs> <laughs> so fast. and she was like she had like vimes and like thief skilled guy or assassin skilled or something and she was like now you have to what what made you decide to go on the side of crime why are you criminals mm-hmm. and then mm. vimes is like no I'm not, I'm not a crime i'm a cop <laughs> and then like they're they're doing like some investigations together or whatever and then carrot in like the most shitty cop move is like oh but 
uh, Captain, here's, I, I looked into her criminal record. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like Which they keep yeah. somehow. <laughs> yeah, who has the record? Why do they Who's keep writing that down? They don't do any watching. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh. They just, uh, it's just like, like in, it's the criminal record is in Ankh-Morpork mm-hmm. is just wild to me because we also do still have like thieves guilds and shit so is it yeah. like things like oh hasn't like has thieved but but it's like not not really a crime that's a guild matter I guess if someone steals who isn't part of the thieves guild yeah the guilds yeah. take care of it they just get you yeah yeah so yeah. what, like, what is even what 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 would even go into a criminal record? I guess. Yeah, I feel like, like unlicensed theory. I, f- I feel like this might be a moment in which, um, in which the show shows how how it is borrowing quite heavily from sort of modern cop shows. Yeah, uh, mm. and it might not be considering how how a, how a sort of law enforcement body in a pre-modern society that is con- composed of like four people before Carrot gets there uh, would function <laughs> and I think Terry does think about that better maybe in that it's largely it, they, they largely function before they get big on personal relationships and not doing anything <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, which is like and something I, I was I, thinking about. Which is—is is there even like a jail in Ankh-Morpork? <laughs> like, really? Yeah, that's the thing. We don't know. In this, there is. I don't dungeons, think there is. I guess. <laughs> well, in this, there is because there's the one they stick Angua in, and then there's the one that they were keeping like once in before. Um, yeah, but they're like temporary cells, right? They're like the temporary jail cells you get, like. Um, but they got like you know like um they have in like cop stations where it's like um yeah like, you know, a like night, temporary like holding a cells but once... but not like a prison <laughs> no well that's jail and prisons but at the same time like they yeah. definitely did keep once in there for a while um hmm. and like otherwise I don't see why Caster and originally Vimes would have been trying to break them out but it's like. What is the function of a law enforcement body without a jail? What does law enforcement mean without punishment in this society? Mm-hmm. Um, and these are questions like for the watch at large, like in the books as well. Yeah. Um, but I think it's very interesting to consider because Sybil basically has a jail. <laughs> yeah, Sybil's got a jail. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's normal. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I... Yeah, it's very weird, but a lot of stuff in this is kind of pretty weird, yeah. but I'm just, like, going with it, and I'm like, this is fun. The, um, the, like, because, like, one of our uh, original big issues, and I, I think still the fandom's big issue, is, like, Sybil and, like, the fact that they chose a much younger actor who is also thin. Mm. Which, you know, the age difference is still, like, wild. It's they have not. Yeah, there has you know, not if I was really... her age, I would be. I would be like into the vibes. I'd be like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna say that. Like it's, you know, it's not <laughs> ideal. It's also not that. If we're, if we're being honest to ourselves, um, just among friends, it's also like not, you know, the worst thing ever. Like it's fine. It's every <laughs> movie. It's highly it's problematic, Janos. Like this. I'm canceling you. <laughs> I'm going to make a new Twitter like account just to cancel you. 
like if we if we cancel uh young sibyl we also have to cancel like every single other tv show and movie we've been enjoying um yeah which we we uh, all do it she is still bald um, so that's cool yeah i did yeah, like she's that. bald yeah it's a yeah she has wigs and they're all very cool yeah um good and she's lots of great outfits Wig. Yeah. Wig. Also, oh, they're like yeah. to be to be completely fair with oh, the wig. show, the romance thing hasn't happened yet. It has been teased. Yeah. There's been like some will happen, but you know, there's been some mild mild tension. There's been maybe. tension, but like you but know, vibes. <laughs> Vibes is such a mess in this. It's hard to, <laughs> <laughs> it's hard we to talk- like, believe in that because he's so f- okay. He's so funny. Should talk we talk about, about Vimes? Vimes is very yeah. good. <laughs> so good. He's so wild. <laughs> Every single one of his facial expressions is extremely good. He's like yeah, burning for half of it. I do really enjoy it. <laughs> I can't. Fantastic. Up like that. He's incredibly oh, physical, yeah. and like his act, like the the voice he is doing for it is very, very good. I don't know why he's sort of me. sort of Scottish. Yeah. He's from like the, all of Scotland in a blender. The actor's Scottish. Yeah, but like, <laughs> I, I I don't think Scottish people normally sound like that. No, he's got very like <laughs> kind of. It's <laughs> it's great. it's very good. He's doing a really good job. Yeah. He's having so actually, much all, really all like the cast are. They're doing good. Richard Dormer is having so much fun with it. Uh, yeah, and yeah. we've all seen him in Game of Thrones, where like <laughs> uh, none of we... the actors were allowed to show emotions. So it's mm. it's nice to like <laughs> see him go completely ham on this character. He's like yeah. every mm-hmm. single every single acting choice he makes, like every single line reads he makes. <laughs> Uh, every single line read he makes, I was like, how is he going to say the next line? What, what voice is he going to do next? What delivery is he going to do next? I mean, he looks very normal when you look at pictures of him. I don't get how they make his face so very craggy. Well, but I think so it's many it's because they do the like so much like dirt on their faces and the way he's able to wrinkle his face, all yeah. the dirt like naturally just collects in those lines. So it just makes yeah. it like yeah. ten times more expressive. I think it's really good. <laughs> yeah, it's just really sliding good. up the contrast on Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> But it really, really, yeah, with with, with like oh, so Vimes funny. and kind of the show in general, it's you know when you look at uh, amplifiers and they have all uh-huh. all the all these dials on, and then yes. there's like one big dial off to the left or the right, mm. and you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, just turn that one, and they just turn that up to up, up all the way up to they eleven. Turn it up to eleven. <laughs> That's yeah. the only really way have. you can go. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I respect this choice. I, I love- do. That we first meet him, he's trying to piss on a dog. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which I thought was going to be Gaspode. It might still be Gaspode. I think, I think it's it still is. It might still be a Gaspode. It might yeah. be Gaspode. They've got wanted posters up in the second episode for the dog, and I was like mm. pausing to like squint, but I couldn't see Gaspode <laughs> on it. Yeah. But they might not know. Uh, <sighs> I've really got to rewatch these two episodes. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. When um, I have internet, yeah, connection. like a lot. There's so much happening all the time. So much. That it's probably easy to miss stuff. Like there's, <laughs> there's this whole bit where like um they're fighting throats men and they like fall down a down a pit oh and they're God. on fire and they're like they're okay and then there's like a horrible noise and they're destroyed. We keep seeing like. Are they, are they posters or are they announcements that are like there's something that's escaped some creature from like announcements somewhere? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they have like there's, a big tunnel. There's just so many elements. Yeah, they just keep adding bits. It's very funny. <laughs> I, I, I like it a lot. It's so good. Like all the sort of close ups on like the phone boxes and stuff where it says, do not use on a Wednesday. And just like the weird <laughs> technological problems that they have. Like, I really, one of my favorite jokes in this was like the second episode when they're talking to the Arch Chancellor. And um, mm-hmm. Dr. Crusus points out, like, what about those those typewriters that always blow up when you press the little Y? And then, like, a couple of scenes later, Angela comes <laughs> yeah. into the watch house <laughs> and Carrot's got all this printed paper out and she's like, what happened to the typewriter? And he shrugs and he's like, oh, it blew up. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> someone, someone read TV tropes and they were like, uh, they, they, they just fell asleep while reading the brick joke uh, article. And, and they were like, <laughs> we've got to do this. <laughs> I just, yeah. No, it was very good. <laughs> it's very it's funny. Just, it's, I think it's clever, and I think that it was yeah. sort of understated enough that made it even funnier. Yeah, the the eye chancellor once again, not, not ritually probably, just a different character, no. which is fine because the character is very funny. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's very funny. It's just like yeah. sort of mildly evil. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so good. I love. His, I like the the joke about his swearing. Um, yes, which is a red colour thing. thing. Can't swear. I think. Yeah, from uh, like Reaper a Reaper Man thing, isn't it? Sort of. Yeah. I liked. Um, kind. Yeah. I I liked the joke where they were like, "Oh God, this you know the the clerk at the desk. We, we've been waiting here for like an hour, and no one shows up. He's like, he's dead. Didn't you notice? <laughs> <laughs> they weren't watching. They're terrible. That was, a, that was genuinely yeah, was very a really good. good joke. I don't think I don't uh, think that's a Terry joke either. That's that's, that's good. No, I, I think it's in the books. No, well, at least not that. No, one. but um, yeah, I I do. Yeah, just the bit where once is like, well, if you make musical sounds whenever you try to swear, have you tried doing it the other way? And then there's that like very <laughs> tense scene where Ang was about to change into a whale, and he's trying to make like trombone sounds with his mouth. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> yeah. What are what are our um, Angela impressions? I I quite like her. I feel like I want to give her a wash. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, you're like she I, needs to be hosed down. I like her voice a lot. She has a very good voice. Yeah, mm, yeah. She's they're all very hot. It's very interesting. yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> my, mostly her voice. It's her voice. I don't know why voices. Yeah, Angua is very yeah. hot, and it's. They're probably gonna be cowards about it and still do the Angua and Carrot romance because I've seen that in one of the trailers. Yeah, I know, but, but she has yeah. so much more chemistry with Chiri. Like, come on! I know. <laughs> I'm praying for it. I know. Speaking of Chiri, I love Chiri. She's great. I love Chiri. She's just very. She's sort of very understated in this as well, yeah. but in a very enjoyable way. Yeah. Um, she just sort of wanders around. She's like, "Oh, I like doing this." <laughs> Oh, I get to do fingerprints. That's Look, fun. a fingerprint. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this, my friends, is a fingerprint. Yeah, um, I do think it's very funny that when it came to like, because we were we were questioning the whole dwarf scale mm-hmm. thing, um, and in this, carrot is like, yeah, I they hated it. They threw me. My parents threw me down a, a mine shaft, <laughs> <laughs> which is it's like departure from the books. Very funny though. Just yeah, they just threw him in at a dwarf. Uh, and he's like, yeah, I was always a freak because I was too big. And he he, gets, he turns to Cherry, he's like, but you're tall. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
we come in all sizes down in so our mind. We come in all sizes. Some of us like, are just yeah. tall. <laughs> it's okay. Look, it's yeah, a little I, bit I respect weird. that. <laughs> but I don't. I don't super mind it. Like, come on, you can just yeah, look yeah. Past I was it. like, okay, fine. I think it's like, not unrealistic it, for adoption to exist in more. Because, you know, Carrot was adopted, but was adopted by a family who were very uncomfortable with his size. Yeah. Even, like, if Cheery is not genetically a dwarf, there's no guarantee that she wasn't just adopted by people who were like, yep, you're a dwarf. Yes, you are over six foot. You're a dwarf. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah. I think she is a dwarf. Like, she can grow a beard and everything. That's true. She's like, as soon as I got here, I shaved off my beard. That's true. I just think mm. they're, they're just taller dwarves. <laughs> I mean, I... Hermione, they're just dwarves. You know, they're just taller. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's I good. think it's quite funny. Yeah. I think it's kind of the funniest way of going about it, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been like, yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, yeah, I was going to say, like, you know, it is a little bit weird, but the reason, like, besides how I do think it's just, it's just funny that they make it like this, but... Besides all of that, the other reason why I don't super mind it is that they super speed ran carrot story uh, backstory already. So like, <laughs> yeah. it would have been it would have been weird if if carrot being a tall dwarf would have been like huge character drama that like stretches out through several episodes. But we're already done with that like five minutes after his introduction. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We get some. We get some detritus backstory where he was apparently um, like holding up a bridge. Uh, he was propping up a bridge, and then Vimes like gave him a job because he like fell into the water and he rescued him. Which you know, it's nice to have that, that sort of like Vimes. Vimes attempted suicide, and and detritus. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's what's implied. Which yeah, I was yeah. like, damn. I don't know. That was uh, it's pretty heavy. Yeah, yeah, Vimes is very fucked up in this. Extremely. Um, I love the bar they go to. I just think that's so good. <laughs> I feel like I've been to that bar. Also, they have I like know. they have mended drum coasters, and I really, really want to see if I can buy those <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> oh, but I just we, got like an indie musician. Yeah. Oh, we, cut, we have been. Haven't we? We have been retreated, uh, retreated, retweeted a couple of times by some of the cast, haven't we? On Twitter, yeah. we've had twelve. We could, we could, we, we could ask them for some coasters if they got any, because that would be <laughs> oh cool. <my> God. <laughs> yeah, that I would think be very at some cool. point just be like, hey, if you if you have some props that you're getting rid of, mm. then you know what would be actually cool if podcast. they could like record a thing like this. If they could record a little audio clip where they say, uh, "This podcast was brought to you by Good Episode Productions." Oh my god! Oh, oh my god, that would be so, so good. good. That would be rare. Even I haven't done that. If we got Vimes <laughs> to say that, yeah. <laughs> God, maybe oh we need gosh. to look at. Can you imagine? Look up if they have cameos. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> spend that Patreon money. Um, <laughs> that would be Patreon money well spent. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I mean, I think it's really funny that the sound is the sound mixer, sound designer, just follows us on Twitter and just occasionally likes our mm-hmm. tweets. Um, yeah, the sound designer like, does, would... and Joe Eaton Kent, like, uh, uh, Cheery uh, retweeted our tweet about how how fuck off turfs. So that, that yeah. was good to see. <laughs> Which, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck off turfs. Like, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> this is not a show well, for yeah. turfs. Um, this is an anti-turf show. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Yeah, I just... 
Yeah, I just think it's, it's, it is a lot of fun, and I'm just thinking about other stuff that's coming up, and I'm like, oh, like, I keep thinking about the weird band plotline, like, yeah. whatever that is. Yeah, I can't And I'm just, like, already pre, I'm pre-enjoying it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I, oh my god, so, okay, I have, I'm on the Rotten Tomatoes page, and oh. they have a uh-huh. list of the upcoming episode titles, and, like, one-sentence <laughs> descriptions. Okay. Yeah. Do we want to hear? I think it's good content, but you know, if you don't want to spoil it at all about future episodes, then you know, maybe, maybe don't listen to the rest yeah. of this. But it will be very funny, so you'll be missing out on some great, some great, great comedic problem. banter between the four of us that you love and uh, have built a parasocial thing around. Anyway, <laughs> episode three, the what? Mm, the what? Uh, <laughs> short description: A sphere of the dragon keeps people off the streets. The Watch must heist the Assassin's Guild. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. Oh, because of the statue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then four, 4 and 5 seems like it's going to get wild because episode 4 is called Twilight Canyons. Hmm. Which, okay. Okay. by the way, has been like minor outrage uh, on fan sites also because Twilight Canyons was like a either a title or like a plot line of the book that Terry would have written after after the last book, after Shepherd's Crown. So some people were like, okay. oh, this disrespects Terry's wishes, but it's like, whatever. It's that probably just the, the title. I saw on Facebook where they were getting really, really aggressive yeah. about it. And I just, I personally think it's fine. Yeah. Um, Damn, I mean, keep, people keep, keep, people keep joining our, uh, our discord. Oh yeah. <laughs> by the way, if you're, um, Oh my God. If you're someone who, uh, who who listens to this and would like to join our discord and like engage in in some fun discussions about the show please do it what you shouldn't do is join our discord and snitch on one of our members uh in the facebook yeah, no group fucking snitching <laughs> don't be a cop <laughs> not not that this would have happened but like you know hypothetically if you would do this don't do this anyway the description for episode uh-huh. four twilight canyons is Carcer is willing to do anything to find Gawain the sword. Oh. The watch is close oh, yeah. on his tail. That's going to be the talking Matt sword Barry. that's voiced by um, Matt, Matt Barry. Barry. Yeah. yeah. Exciting stuff. Okay. Um, then episode five, not on my watch. Aha. <laughs> the watch nice. have the sword. With it, they could wield the force of the noble dragon. Okay. Mm. Uh. Then six has no description, okay. but it's called the dark in the dark. Okay. <laughs> um, copying dark. This is really like quite spoiler descriptions, but it's I don't care. Um, episode seven <laughs> says nowhere in the multiverse. Se- Holy shit! Okay, this description. This show is gonna get so wild, y'all. The, the, this this description <laughs> says Sam Vimes wake up wakes up confused. He slipped into an alternate universe where he's a prisoner. <laughs> Oh, what? okay. Oh, does he learn? Does he learn how bad prisons are? That's what I want to know. What if he slips into an alternate universe that is like book accurate Discord? That would be extremely I funny. Would, I keep, I keep thinking that's going to happen because I keep thinking that they're doing alternate universe yeah. stuff um, because of like time shenanigans and stuff. And I'm like, what if? God, that would at be some so point good. They're, they're like, this is an alternate version of the book. And I'm like, hmm. I would. <laughs> I mean, it might not happen, but if it did, that would be really funny. Yeah, I would be. I, I will be popping the biggest bottles if that happens. <laughs> <laughs> what bottles? 
the biggest ones. Uh, what if he meets Rincewind? I'd love it. Oh my god. If Rincewind's in this, <laughs> that'd be great. <laughs> Rincewind so turns funny. up on what screen what if and just oh. Rincewind. And Rincewind is just extremely racist towards yeah. the Chinese. <laughs> And then the then final episode, episode eight, which will air on February the fourteenth, Valentine's Day, um, is called Aww. "Better to Light a Candle." And the description is: Cass has got everything he needs to control the noble dragon and destroy Ankh Morpork. Uh oh. So I guess okay. it kind of follows guards, guards. Yeah. Mm. Vaguely, but yeah, does like really like long detours in the middle. With smaller cases. Yeah. I'm yeah. rather than like a yeah. case a week. It's more like a, a long yeah. story. Which I I do think I do still think this is better than what Terry would originally have wanted. Yeah. Um, mm. But yeah, this does seem very exciting to me. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm still st- I'm still stuck on um Rincewind being in. I'm just imagining um they're like wow it's the great wizard Rincewind and it's just like Ricky Gervais and like a long fake beard. <laughs> <laughs> The Chinese communists. <laughs> Don't tell me about them. They're horrible bastards. Oh my god. I'm. Uh, we're gonna be so disappointed collectively when that doesn't happen. I know. <laughs> just, I know, but maybe something wilder will happen. We don't know. We're just um, uh, speculating ourselves into a corner here, but God, that would rule so much. But yeah, I, I, I am the most excited out of all of these. Is is the parts where they just make up their own shit? Uh, yeah, like, yeah. The dragon, I don't yeah. care about that. Probably, you know, because that happened in the book. But like, talking sword, hell yeah. Multiverse stuff, okay. We have, we have talking swords in in Discord. Yeah, there is yeah. A talking sword. Yeah, uh, and they're very like, funny. Fantastic. So, <laughs> yeah, it's a very funny idea. It's very funny <laughs> to have Matt Barry do that. Yeah, it's a classic great. fantasy trope, um, as betrayed by um, Michael Moore and in the Blue Oyster Cult song "Black Blade." <laughs> uh, check it out. <laughs> no, no, no one. That is the that. outro. Band? Is that a band? Uh, I, I mean, no one knows them. Uh, okay. Uh, um, Imagine if you the first the <laughs> first uh, concert you ever went to was. was uh, Blue blue scallop cult or something. It'd be way better than your first concert being Rolf Harris, though, which I know for a fact Ooh. is Chad's first Ooh. concert. Oh yeah, yeah. My life is full of struggle. <laughs> oh my god! Listen, we've all done things that we deserve to be cancelled over, even if they were no fault of our own. Mm. Um, well, I, I was definitely nearer to any of you uh, than to Gary Glitter the other day than anyone on this podcast. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> I was on the same island. How I'm so close? Sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> w- within a mile. All right. So we're all like oh. cancelable by geographical proximity, I guess. <laughs> yeah. The closer you are to a cancelled person, the more cancelled you are. <laughs> yeah. I look. I lived in a country um, closer than any of you have lived to the country Adolf Hitler has been from. So unless you were secretly British, which you know. <laughs> It's possible. Unless he was secretly Jeremy Corbyn traveling back in time. <laughs> Jeremy Corbyn. <laughs> We've talked a lot about Hitler this episode, huh? Well, anyway. Um, yeah, what's the last episode of The Watch called? Is that all of Yeah, that was the last. The last one is Better to Light a Candle, which is... Oh. Okay. I don't know. We'll see. 
What do we think about death? I know these are very open questions, the way I'm putting mm. this. I mean, um, I did just watch a movie where, like, the director of the movie made an autobiographical movie about his own death, and uh, <laughs> there was, like, an ongoing bit, like, in case you didn't understand the themes, um, it keep, like, mm-hmm. kept, like, replaying a clip of the stand-up comedian whom he made a movie about, where, like, in the movie, in the movie within the movie, uh and he kept like repeating the five stages of like accepting death um mm-hmm. and yeah. then in the end he staged a big musical number about dying and then it cuts to him being zipped up in a body bag and that's gonna be something i'm gonna be thinking about for a long while it's a very good movie <laughs> okay but what about <laughs> death was the guy <laughs> uh i like death death is good he's good he's well, voiced that, by see, in the movie <laughs> In the movie we just watched, uh, Death is played by Jessica Lang, whereas here uh, it's voiced by um, someone else. A guy, by a guy from is, The Wire. I cannot, yeah, he, he is McNulty's partner from The Wire. I just started watching yeah. The Wire oh, well. four weeks ago. It's it's pretty good. Ah. It's also pretty copy, I've heard but that. I don't know. It's pretty good. Like The cops are not necessarily very nice. They like to beat people up a lot. Oh, just like in real life. I don't know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Wendell yeah, Pierce. Yeah. Wendell Pierce, that's it, Wendell, yeah. Um, Wendell Pierce, and... Wendell Poons. Wendell Poons. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a great Wendell voice. Wendell Poons. And he does death. He, he's a good death, I think. He's like a more, pi- yeah. maybe a more pissed off death than than the death in the books. But like, I don't know. He's got he's got this sort of, currently he's got this mix between, uh, between like, pathos strikes... is probably the wrong word. It's but, making... Uh, Sorry, you go. Humor, 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 and gravitas. He's got that mix. Yeah, he just seems to be a chill guy. Yeah, <laughs> he's just a dude. what a cool dude. It reminds me more of a Neil Gaiman kind of character than it does Terry Pratchett. I don't know exactly what about it that that is. It could be um, an American guy, American Gods character. Yeah. If you're if you're Neil Gaiman, you're going. What if death was a sexy woman? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I see what, what I see what Lucy says. Like if the, if Neil Gaiman yeah. wasn't horny. Yeah, this is this is an American. <laughs> wow, if character. only um, society. I, like, yeah. I quite like it. Like I I like this death. I think I will say that I prefer the Christopher Lee death, but I think that's just because I really like Christopher Lee. Um, I think the show knows he that he couldn't perform because he's dead. Yeah. yeah. I really think Which the show was the like, we cannot replicate Christopher Lee death, so let's just go in an entirely different direction. Yeah. Which is better. I honestly, like, I, think it, I think it works. It really, it really works, actually. Yeah. yeah. I like it. I like the death. Yeah. I think I, it's kind of cool. And I like, I like this framing stuff that they use it for. Mm. I think it's kind of mm. fun. Yeah. Which, yeah. by the way, also the I movie like... All That Jazz also does a similar framing device. <laughs> <laughs> Except in that case, uh, the main character who is. Uh, a stand-in for the director also uh, <laughs> constantly like tries to metaphorically and literally flirt with death which mm, makes you think about his life choices wow mm. i i like the uh set in which vimes meets death as well i think the yeah yeah, uh, yeah. endless like black pool light. of water Inst- with the big the big glowing ring i think that's very cool and it i like is. death's character design um yeah, glowing it's... blue orbs in a in a hood very good mm-hmm. imagine if this actually went in the same direction all that jazz went though where like we, we keep <laughs> having this framing device that, that the first episode has 
But then, like, <laughs> in the end, it actually just, like, builds up to, like, Vime starting to sing um, the song Bye Bye Love, but replace the word love with life, and then just a smash cut to him in a body bag. And then the show just, that's, that's how episode one ends, and then the rest of the show just goes on without Vimes. I mean... It would be kind of funny if Vimes is just not in the rest of the show. I mean, that's what's um, happened. That would definitely make me feel bad. <laughs> what's happened to Detritus. I mean, they did kill Detritus. Yeah, who was in, like, all of the promotional photos. I was... <laughs> he might come back. Like, someone well, we did... pointed out... I'm not sure if this is true, but someone on Reddit... Like, the one person on Reddit who didn't hate the show uh, was actually <laughs> quite uh, positive about it, did point out that there were trailer scenes of Detritus that we haven't seen yet. I haven't verified if this yeah. is true, but you know, maybe they'll bring him back. Maybe it was a fake out. We don't know. It is possible. It is possible to have like stuff in the trailer that was cut from the final. That is episodes. also possible, but it is As also well. it's, it also is possible that like in episode like six, uh, we go to a place that, like we go to an island and. Um, there's a guy who looks like just like that, right? It's like a troll. And then first it's very freaky, but then it turns out it was just him mm-hmm. and he faked his death. And then he says, hell to you. Mm-hmm. That was a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure joke. To those who- oh, okay. Okay. Um, I, well, no, I think it's possible. Because like, Cherry's carrying around that little, like tiny little boulder of, mm-hmm. of him. So maybe that's going to get grown. I mean, and also... Not to not to bring it back to what we were already talking about, but we did establish that the, that Vimes goes into a multiverse where he's in prison. So it's highly likely that um, in a different universe, Detritus is alive. Yeah. Oh, I just want I just want him back. You know. Mm. Just I feel like shit. Just want him back. Just want him back. Like pure shit. Just just want him back with his uh, rocky northern tones and. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's you're gonna make that page. post, Chaz, from the show Twitter. Yeah. I think that would do really yeah, well was, with the I numbers. I was thinking about it. I think it would do our our show very good if we had like one viral tweet. Yeah, <laughs> like a right. single one. You know, I like want to just have like more than seven likes. You know, <laughs> you you slave. You slave on your funny animation video. You put all your blood, <laughs> sweat, and jokes about the Pope liking Destiel in it. <laughs> And you get 13 likes and you go, was it worth it? I think yes. it would be very cool if like, you know, all that hard work on your very funny and honestly genius video that you made, like, just like Thank one you. of the greatest bits of animation you can find on the website. And, you know, it does go beyond what other podcasts do where they just like post sound clips with the, you know, the text of, of it written out. So, you know, it's... We're really giving giving the hogs what they want to uh, use a George mm. phrase, but it, it would be pretty funny <laughs> if like that got like thirteen likes and then like a kind of stale meme for meme format uh, applied to the writers like had five thousand. I'm I'm making a crying cat face when I'm thinking about it. Um, <laughs> I I. <laughs> but this is just like you know because because we did work about uh, talk about how like. George is being uh, held captive by you and is working for you in the content mines. And he did like escape, which yes. wa- was for the cost of his microphone, yeah. but he did escape from your cage, uh, which I'm ha- very happy that's, for that's you, George. Mm-hmm. That's very true. But once again, we, we tricked him into like making a joke that you will now uh, get a viral tweet out of. So, uh oh. The day, the day Chaz gets a viral tweet. Uh-oh. <laughs> 
I think, I think, <laughs> okay, I think all of her so neurons will personal. come out. Will, all of her neurons will come out of her nose at once. Mm-hmm. We will have to mourn, mm-hmm. the mourn the death of Chaz. The thing about viral tweets is they're always the worst fucking yeah. tweets. Um, and they always suck. And like Ash had a viral uh-huh. tweet the other day and he was like, I hate this. This it is was, just nothing. This is a nothing a tweet nothing that tweet. I made off the like, cuff. I uh, love and appreciate Ash. Very great sense of humor. Some really funny tweets. Um, yeah. That one was like just an observation about horror. Yeah. About horror. Period. Maybe it's yeah, the, the the tweet was about how horror films happen in houses. And I do actually I have a bad. I, I was thinking about about the joke recently that was like, but that was like already like five days after Ash's viral tweet, so I couldn't make it because it would have been like stolen virtue. But I did think about the tweet that would have been like, um, horror movies about houses are personally very scary for me because I have homophobia. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty uh, good. That's great. That would be better than the replies on that tweet, which were all like some varying degree of inane or facile. There were like four which, kinds like, of replies, right? There was one was, yeah. have you heard of House of Leaves? So true. <laughs> the <laughs> other one was Monster House LMAO, one of the best animated movies. And then <laughs> there was, haha, I read Horses first. Yeah, that was a good one though. I like that. And then that. The, the fourth yeah. one Press. was, um, check out this video essay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, people saying that houses are um a american horror thing because americans are told to get houses as uh, and i say not this nodding as somebody in britain who doesn't live in a house but lives in a cave as does the rest of the world apart yeah. from america Only where you're in america not to live in a oh. house i live in, i live in a cave and i watch all the shadows on the wall and i'm like <laughs> <laughs> oh <my> god <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. And they just, they're all like doing the plot of the watch TV show, but like as shadows. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. Like, um, imagine if we could like look behind, like get out of this cave and like, because yeah, we have to watch the, the watch TV show, but like imagine if we could like get out of the cave and like actually hang out with the watch actors in real life. Hey, if you're listening to this, Joe, why not let's meet up? <laughs> hey, Joe. Hey Joe, you're British, right? You wanna you wanna socially distance coffee? <laughs> hey Joe, you're British. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty rough. Mm-hmm. The thing about Christmas um, the thing about Christmas movies, right? It's like it's what if a train wants to give you Christmas? Yes. What? <laughs> yes, what? How can there so many Christmas movies where three ghosts are visiting the protagonist? No, I I'm, think that's. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm I'm thinking of the Polar Express because it's Robert Zemeckis. Yeah, I know. Other, yeah. It's a, I, I didn't say it was a good joke. <laughs> oh yeah, I was trying to build on it and like refer to other other Christmas movies, but okay. No, Janosch. This no is a joke deconstruction jokes. podcast. I, I say no, but. Because <laughs> I went No, but to... what if instead? Especially if someone... I went, I went to the, the, the street school. A good, like, new improv rule is if someone tries to yes and you just, like, immediately shut them down. You have, like, a, a water spray bottle that you spray someone who tries to yes and you with, and you're like, no, no building on my joke. It is, yeah. like, 
Not um, to talk about like some other like political stuff. It is much more benign, but it's still like wild. Is it did it did do like a Twitter thread recently about um, Hungarian educational system oh, where they're yeah. uh, in in eleventh grade. They they now like the um, state provided like online material has a little quiz with like right and wrong answers about. Things that men say and things that women say. <laughs> God, mm. no. Men be like, mm. and it, be like I love like... to be analytical and smart, and women be like, oh, my next child is due. Literally, like, <laughs> th- there's like things where you have to choose which of them talks about these topics business, politics, taxes, cars. Uh, Oh, what? And the other one, Podcast. and the other one is like family, feelings, food, and drinks. <laughs> Gossip. Seriously. Men don't eat fish. But anyway, like this is real. One of the things that uh, that you apparently learn about the difference between men and women in communication is that women, when they talk, this is one of those things, by the way, where people who uh, commented on this online were like, "This makes no fucking sense." (laughs) I I didn't even guess the answer right because. Neither of them made sense. But anyway, apparently, men like to jump around in conversations, whereas women like to connect things to things previously said. But men <laughs> like to talk about cars for two weeks in a row. <laughs> Some of them do. I'm not speaking from experience here. <laughs> this is not aimed at anyone. <laughs> I can't believe that this is a real... I can't imagine my teachers being like, okay, children, time to open up your misogyny homework. Let's see how everyone did. They're just like, um, have you all read the required text? Men are from Mars and women are from Venus. Yeah. It's not even just misogynistic. It's also like, it also paints men in like the worst light. light. Like there's a bit about how men be thinking, oh, I got a great job of abroad. I'll take it and take her with me. She'll come with me. And women be thinking, oh, I got a great job of her abroad. Um, I will ask him what he thinks. Uh, Men be like, God. what's mm. consent? Am I right, fellas? Um, <laughs> Literally. <laughs> what's that? <laughs> it's just like, I just can't imagine writing that. Like, do you... Do, <laughs> I can't even express it. It's like... Have you met it's like, a woman? But it's like rooted in like no, no research. Like there is linguistical research on like whatever the there's like g- gender lect or something, which is like. Mm. But it's like yeah. one of a thousand different discourses that like influences the way you talk, and it has to do with like societal role, etc. Et but they didn't use any actual research for this. They just made things up. Like mm-hmm. they did ask like actual linguists about this, and they were like, "No, this is not." <laughs> Ch- children, can you color in the box pink or blue? And, like Please imagine if if they, if they did the same thing for like chemistry, yeah. <laughs> and you'd have to like, I don't know. I have to do my biology homework where they ask me to balance the four humors. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I'd love that. Actually, we should do that. <laughs> 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 Hello, children. Where does bile come from? 
which of the four humors do you align with? Personally, I am sanguine. Mm. Um, men be using their, their gallbladders and women be using... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's awful shit. It's horrible. Men be horrible. like, I'm podcasting. Women be like, <laughs> I like the humors. <laughs> women be um, like therapy. <laughs> Women be therapists. <laughs> Women be, be therapists. Like, have, have you read your star chart? Yeah. Uh, have you? <laughs> Mine shows bad things coming ahead. I haven't really read it, but I think it's true. Um, <laughs> that would be funny, though, if the Hungarian education system was just astrology based instead. It probably would be less harmful. Yeah. It would be better. Like it would be less offensive. Yeah, definitely better. Definitely better. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, do we have any further thoughts about Sagittarius would be series? talking about okay <laughs> no I don't I don't think so at this Sagittarius would uh, be Sagittarius. like interrupting their own podcasts uh-huh. I know that's why you're always doing it um, Charlotte you're also a Sag yeah I know uh, <laughs> it's why me and Janosch have the exact same personality yeah. <laughs> um, what irritating as hell <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Get him. You see, you can't even own me. Ooh. I'm fine with it. Or yeah. So, any other thoughts about the one? Good. Oh, the librarian is in it. Oh yeah, but he's like oh. a human. Uh, it, it really. Oh, it struck me as a bit of like, I'm sorry to bother you, but instead of um, uh, <laughs> the equine people, it's like orangutan person. Sorry to, sorry to ook you. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it does look very fucked up, but it's also like yeah. a magic gone wrong thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I I think it makes sense yeah. that he looks fucked up. I love the way the library looks, also. Mm. Yeah, it's very yeah. cool. I love the chains. As as I said, this... I do love like the weird, the weird design and set. I think it is very very yeah. cool. This show um, seems to be less comfortable with um, with uh, the transformation of bodies than the books are. No, but I I, Terry... I say this in like. This isn't me trying to destroy it, but um, I'm trying to. But it's an observation that they are showing the, the sort of two people who have suffered, not suffered. You know, they, they've had, they've been transformed in some way. Or they 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 transform regularly as part of their life because of who they are. Mm. Um, and in the books, the librarian likes being an orangutan. Yeah. Uh, and it's not in the books where being a werewolf. It's not this sort of terrible affliction that they have in the show, and it seems to be mm. a lot more negative and harmful idea of uh, of sort of bodily transformation. It, they've, they've changed yeah. the, the, yeah. the sort of ideas of those, which I think is interesting. Mm. Yeah, I think that's true. Like in this werewolf stuff, is like you know traditional inv- involuntary turning at the full moon stuff. Mm. Um, rather than just being like you know a, a thing you do when you're aristo- ar- aristocracy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, she turns into um, a large dog and walks around. <laughs> yeah, I think it's really good for like, Angua's character in this. Like that's yeah, yeah. That's it really gives her a struggle, yeah. doesn't it? Because their whole yes. like thing in this is that they're all freaks. It's like oh yeah. look at the look at the freaks. like you know the horrible werewolf. Where being a werewolf sucks versus um. It's just, it's fine to be a werewolf. It's just a thing you do. It's like, those are like two stances on werewolfhood that like, you know, all werewolf media either has to, like, has to pick where they, where they fall on the scale, right? Like, mm. yeah. Uh, you know. It's like vampire stuff. Some, yeah. some people be like writing books about 
werewolves who are like it's illegal for them to get bodies but they need dead bodies to feast on so then they like kill off a famous youtuber that's like a, a road you can take um yeah yeah if you were a genius you would write that into your um book are you still are you still, um, writing, then not... are you still writing that 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 book yes uh, i think it's mm, called, yes called harley 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 Davidson. Harley Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're Harley, Harley Davidson and the Joker. <laughs> Damn, we do live in a society. <laughs> yeah. Don't be living in a society. Sometimes your girlfriend is just a bike. <laughs> 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 and that's the most, that's the hottest a woman can be, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's when she's a motorcycle. <laughs> but any. <laughs> I like a girl with a short I... skirt and two wheels. Two wheels. Ooh, and a long oh. exhaust pipe. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. oh, speaking of long exhaust pipes, there was a line in this where Sybil was like, can you help me with this damn strap? And I was like, yes. <laughs> That's oh. also what they were going off in the chat when yeah. she said that they were also being like, <laughs> pegging. Yeah, maybe now that <laughs> PogChamp is cancelled, we need to think about PogChamp. You <laughs> always get an Edwina Curry one, seeing as she likes. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> that happened like three years ago. Person. Yeah, I know. She may, yeah, mm. Mm. she definitely did. Anyway, um, anyway, <laughs> anyway, yeah. So uh, we'll be back next week to talk about episode three. Um, episode three, the what is what it's called? The, the, the what? The what? You're telling me a what? Um, what did this what? <laughs> Who wants the what? Uh, there is a very funny bit in this where Vimes does an inspirational speech and it just goes on forever and he's like, and then I said the apple, we are the apple. And I just mm. thought it was... That's very good. And someone on Reddit um, was complaining about how, oh, that's a funny idea, but it would have been much funnier if they had shown the entire speech and then cutting to their mm. faces as they grow increasingly more tired of it. They would have... It's literally meant to be them experiencing something boring. Is this guy like, no, I want to see the boring bit? Yeah. I, I, It'd be a lot more funny if we were horribly bored. And, and yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's, that's why, that's why I realized that people on Reddit just don't understand how the visual medium works. Yeah. <laughs> what if it's possible. They are, all they know is Reddit. Yeah. Yeah, so... That was the first two episodes of Who Watches the Watch. We did it. We watched them. We watched them. We talked about everything that happened in them. That that was. I think that was comprehensive. That was. We, you know, we couldn't. Mm. Yeah, we couldn't be accused of missing anything. This has been like. I think I I owe an apology to all our listeners who I I've told that they need to watch these episodes to understand what we're talking about. Um, because should you actually don't need to. I I think you got it all from what we said. Yeah, Vimes makes funny faces. Um, there's dragons sometimes. Yeah, yeah. that's it. People uh, are hot, attractive cast. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's all you need to know. Yeah. Just imagine um, some hot people in your mind palace, and then you kind of got it. Mm. Mm, silly on your rush. <laughs> but they're like hot in an interesting yeah. way, rather than like boring hot. Yeah, I mean that's that's call me, you know. Call me a sexual freak, but I'm. I don't. <laughs> well, sexual freak. I, I don't even get attracted by boring <laughs> hot people. Perfect. Yeah, I don't even see the hot people. I only see the people who are smart and also yeah. hot. 
I uh, we knew this about you. I can't even so. get tumescent until until they show me their IQ <laughs> score as certified by Mensa. <laughs> I just like quirky girls. You know, have something going on, and they have like a coke addiction, and they're like, yeah, uh-huh. they're skinny because of the cocaine. It's good. Yeah, and they steal things, yeah. but like for fun reasons rather than because they're in poverty or anything. Yeah, um, I'm just those, attracted to I mean, interesting which is people. Practice. Yeah, if you're boring, then you're just not attractive. Mm. Um, that, go off, Kim Kardashian. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, I, we we didn't even talk about the fact that Kim Kardashian and <laughs> getting divorced. They really picked like <laughs> the Wait, worst day news. to like make headline news. Wait, is that is that are they really? Yeah. Yeah, it, it kind a, of a reported got sort news. of leaks. Hold on. There was like a news that She's uh, the, the, the last ditch, Kanye's last ditch attempt to save their marriage was buying her five oh. of the same car. <laughs> uh. <laughs> he made that weird hologram of her dad where it said that Kanye is mm-hmm. a genius. Guillotine. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I love to dig up uh. my, my, wife's, um, my wife's dead father's skeleton and marionette it around going oh your husband's really clever <laughs> <laughs> I just you know uh, cancel me for being a radical leftist or whatever but I just think some okay. people should not be as rich as they are uh, yeah, that's I think... really that's that's a terrorist mm. opinion <laughs> so I'm sending you to internet jail I think lots of money and power might be bad for people's mental health yeah it does seem like it's been bad for yeah. his brain Seems pretty bad mm-hmm. if you think about it. But I know that thinking like this uh, makes me just like Jeremy Corbyn, who is just like Adolf Hitler. So. <laughs> yeah, watch out. You're already sort of German, so. <laughs> <laughs> My apologies. Anyway, this has been. This has been Who Watches the Watch Watching the Watch. Um, we'll see you next week. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> we'll see you next week. Um, probably when we watch the third episode, and maybe we'll have even less to say about it, and that would be so fun. Yeah, we'll just have um, one episode, so that's. I think that's where the format of this podcast is going to get challenged. But mm-hmm. you know, I'm a I'm an innovator. I'm a you know I'm yeah. always pushing you boundaries like of of comedy and content creation. So I'm ready for this challenge. I think you are. I think we're all ready. I think we've all been like working up to watching mm. the watch this entire time. It's, this has sort of been training. Yeah, we've been like um, honing and now we're our, finally ready. We've been honing our excellent host chemistry that everyone loves to hear. Um, yeah, we've been doing our bits. We've been training. We've been in the improv school yeah. <laughs> of hard knocks. Um, <laughs> okay. I don't. I don't um, school. Patreon. Patreon, yeah. If you like more of this, then you can donate to our Patreon for one currency a month and get our bonus content, including really great young adult fiction that we're writing, as well as a bunch of other shit. And it's it's totally worth it. Or you can do five currency, and you can get your name shouted out like these people. A special shout out, thank you for uh, all our five euro patrons on the Rinseflower tier, whom are Gigantic Larry, boyfriend mm-hmm. of the show Tom, Tank the Tank. Uh, Justin Cranda, Milk Succubus, Evan DM, Rise and Grind Memes for Side Hustling mm-hmm. Teens, and an extra special shout out mm-hmm. for uncles of the show Plural on the 10 euro tier, whomst are Slime Simon and Carrot Lime. Thank you so much. 
Lucy just dropped Thank out. Thank you. She just left the podcast. Lucy hates when people are giving <laughs> even more money to us. <laughs> Lucy hates uncles. Um, Lucy does not like, like being time given to money leave. by her boyfriend. No. I mean, it's kind of kind of weird. There's weird power dynamics um, there, don't you think? We should cancel. Yeah, yeah. Cancel <laughs> that is, you can cancel their relationship because <laughs> Tom donates to her Patreon. I'm like, damn, that guy, that guy is just in it for the power. Um, thank you to our uncles. Um, and Ooh, thank you to thank all you of you. Much. And we'll see you next week. Thank you. Um, is there a thing they say in this that we can say? I can't think oh of anything. God, I should have written uh, that quote. Uh, um, Something about uh, watching. Uh, We're watching you. <laughs> <laughs> every breath you take. I guess. Every move you take. Every breath make, you take, we'll be watching every you. Every smile you uh, fake. We watch the watch. Uh, yeah. Watch the watch. We do. Who watches the watch? We watch the watch. Um, Beyond Song in the Arm is your uncle, Stan Nigel, Fuckters. Stan you Nigel, know Stan, you know the score. Stan Angua, Stan Cheery, Stan yeah. Vimes. Chip, Cheery, Angua. Uh, chill out. Piss off. Don't Chill be out. mean to the cast. Yeah. Bye. Be nice. Bye. I have this feeling that my luck is none too good. This sword here at my side don't act the way it should. Keeps calling me its master. Part of feel like its slave. Hauling me faster and faster to an early, early grave. It's my duty to fight against the law That wizardry is my trade And I was born to wait through door I just want to be a lover Not a red-eyed screaming ghoul I wish it picked another To be its killing tool been listening to a good episode productions network podcast see the website for more details